Hey, thanks for listening to the Amlin In The Mix podcast. Here, you'll find all the latest in music technology, software and hardware, interviews and more. Also, don't forget to check out the Amlin In The Mix YouTube channel today. Now, let's get into the podcast. I used to think of my life as a trap star. I used to think of my life as a trap star. Record on the beat, put it on the needle. Hey, and welcome back to the Emlyn in the Mix podcast, season three, episode five. I'm Emlyn. Thank you so much for joining me. We're going to be talking about some pretty fun, controversial stuff today in the world of music. Now, what is this podcast about? If this is your first time, of course, this podcast is about music technology, music gear, studio recording, anything to do with audio, music, studio stuff then you're going to love this podcast, especially new technology. We talk about software and hardware on this podcast quite a bit. We also delve a little bit into music news as well as you're going to see with this first topic, which is a bit of fun. And for all of my regular listeners, thank you so much for returning and joining time after time, week after week. I know you're enjoying this podcast. And without further ado, let's just get stuck straight into what is happening in the world of music as there is quite a little bit to talk about. So, this first piece of news here comes to us from musictech.com and this is very interesting this piece here actually this is to do with nfts now what is an nft a non-fungible token it's basically the hot word or hot topic at the moment and it's essentially it is part of web 3 uh, the blockchain where you can store stuff decentralized and people can have access Access or ownership to that decentralized moving into the future, that sort of thing. Anyways, I'm not going to pretend I know all about NFTs and really understand that side of things. I'm not going to pretend on this podcast that I know all about that, but that's as far as my knowledge goes. Is it dodgy? Is it good? I don't know. This is over to you guys to have your own opinion on what you feel about this. But this particular story is so, so interesting. Okay, so... This is on musictech.com. So artists bound together against hit piece for allegedly listing their singles and album art as NFTs without permission. So you can actually sell either music or pieces of art or pictures as an NFT and they can be purchased and then that person has ownership of that decentralized product. So there's a new NFT auction site which is in beta testing at the moment and it's caused a major stir in the music world and it's all for the wrong reasons. So artists from across the music world have banded together to accuse hit piece of listing representations of their music for big bucks without any permission. That's the other thing with these NFTs. There just seems to be exorbitant amounts of money going towards just, I don't know, like to be honest, in my humble opinion, some of this stuff just looks like crap. I don't even know how in the future some... Look, I could be completely wrong. Maybe these things will be worth heaps in the future. I don't know. But doing it without the permission of the artist is wrong on so many levels, and I can see why this has caused a lot of upset. So, launched in December 2021, Hit Piece positioned its auctions not even that long ago as ways for fans to own one of one of one NFTs of their favorite songs 
packaged with the possibility of real world experiences with said artists. Okay, I don't I don't know what that would actually involve. Sounds interesting. The listings were taken down from the site recently, appeared to be of NFT linked to music from an impressive array of artists from this is ridiculous from the beatles and billy eilish to even artists represented by small independent labels however it seems none of these artists were informed jack antonoff sadi duplis of speedy autis clipping evo and moona were just some who took to twitter to slam the platform this week all right so we're gonna have to put bleep out some expletives here hey you stupid bleeps we don't have any deal with you or any nft site and there sure does look like an active auction going on for a speedy author song wrote dupius on one of her tweets denouncing the platform so you can see it has definitely struck a chord with some of these artists upsetting them and of course it makes total sense you know someone taking your art form and claiming ownership and then trying to sell it as an nft is essentially going to cause a ripple and an upset but anyway i just wanted to tell you a story i thought it was interesting and wanted to get your guys opinions pop your comments in the comment section below tell me what you think of nfts are they the future of selling your artwork and your music i don't know i honestly at this point it's sounding pretty dodgy to me but i could be completely wrong and someone's watching this podcast in 10 years time or watching it on youtube or listening to this podcast in 10 years time sorry and they're just like emlyn you just didn't know nfts this is the way it is right now all right let's move along to our next piece of news here now this comes to us from native instruments this is for my r&b producers wanting to make silky smooth r&b hits and beats you're gonna love this because this is a real r&b feel it is satin looks a brand new expansion for native instruments machine so deep feeling smooth and soulful sound of r&b evolution from the late 80s until today classic keys essential chops chord progressions classic synth styles and crisp acoustic percussions 60 battery and 50 machine kits now remember even if you don't have a machine, you can use these expansion packs if you have battery. And it's really good. Like battery is actually a pretty good piece of software. I think it's a little bit underrated these days, especially with machine and so forth. But essentially you get one bass and original sampled instruments. All right, let's have a quick listen to Satin Looks here with this little audio demo. Uh, yeah, super nice demo that really gives you an idea of the vibe of this expansion pack. So from the late 80s ballads to soul-searching 90s cuts and new pop frontiers, R&B is the defined force behind emotive-rooted music that always hits the spot. 
Damn yeah. Saturn looks traces the genre's evolution until the present day, with vintage synth strings and keys, quintessential chord progressions, chopped into versatile kicks, funk-tinged guitar licks, and crisp acoustic percussions that blend old-school flavor with contemporary production aesthetics. Whether it's bittersweet tones or late-night nostalgia that defines R&B for you, this is the place to find it. So if you're an R&B producer or you like producing that sort of track, then this would definitely be worth checking out. And knowing that it's Native Instruments or a Native Instruments expansion, you know it's going to be good. Native Instruments, you know, they they do release, you know, some pretty good hardware and they continuously release these expansion packs, which, you know, they're very good. And it's good that they do that because it sort of refreshes their catalogue, refreshes their library and adds value to their product. Anyway, worth checking out if you like that sound. Next piece of news here comes to us from Akai. This is for my NPC players, and we don't normally talk about Akai on this podcast, but hey, welcome Akai. Welcome to the podcast. And this is another expansion per se. We can't, we've got to be inclusive of every drum sampler on here. We can't just all be about Native Instruments Machine. Anyway, this is this caught my eye, though, because this is to do with the OB synth, OB Rising. This is an OB Rising expansion, and it's now been included as an MPC expansion for uh, MPC owners of the Akai MPC player. And let's just have a quick listen, because I thought this sounded pretty cool, and you can hear it in the background there. OB is the synth sound you'll hear in this... So good. Might let this whole demo ride. It's pretty good. Wow. Wow. Now, I don't normally let massive demos go, but that was such a good demo. And it was basically showcasing a bunch of presets in that demo as well. Like, he was changing the presets on the OB. You heard that in the background, the synth sounds in that. That's part of this Akai MPC expansion. Now, the library was developed by Marcia. I hope I'm saying this right. Marcia Simovich. Uh, part of Inholt and Jupiter Rising to exude the characteristics and moody sound that only an OB analog synth can provide. And everything from Prince-like stabs, long pad bursts, and punchy unison basses have been expertly sampled to provide an organic playing experience within the MPC workflow. An emphasis with this library is capturing the 
distinct and uniquely analog character of this classic polysynth, while also making a diverse set of patches that are production ready and encompass every sound needed to take your song to the finish line. And also included is a comprehensive classic drum kit, and when combined with the synth patches gives birth to the OB system. Now, here on Emlyn in the mix or in this podcast, per se we're not necessarily here to essentially sell you things i just want to show you things that are of interest and if this is something that you like and you have an mpc akai mpc player drum machine and this is a sound that you like then it's definitely worth going out and getting 63 australian dollars i'm assuming it's about 40 usd i don't have the usd price here sorry for those of you listening in the us but you know if this is a sound you like and you want to get something like that, this would be an expansion worth checking out. All right, let's move along to our next piece of news. This one here is pretty interesting. This comes to us from an Icelandic developer, software developer, and actually coming this piece of news again, thanks to musictech.com. Thank you. Uh, so this one here is a Space Age synth playground. Now, it is, of course, Genki Instruments Cosmos, a soft synth, and it's the Icelandic company's second product in designing for synth newcomers and pros alike. Now, when I first saw this, I was like, this looks complicated, and I don't like complicated things. I like simple things, you know, like your one knobs, like from Waves, or I think there's a few software developers that do those one knob things, and... Yeah, when I look at this, I was like, this looks very complicated, but I'll show you a quick video and we'll play back some audio for you guys on the podcast there, listening on the podcast, uh, just to how this thing actually sounds. Sounds pretty good. Anyway, Icelandic developer Genki has launched Cosmos, a plug-in and play polyphonic soft synth with a playful interface that allows users to shape sounds by interacting with space themed shapes. Now, I personally love astronomy and I love space, so I guess I was drawn to it, even though it does look quite complex. Now, designed to allow users of all skill levels to quickly and easily start making music, Genki describes the instrument as also being a way to let musicians let go of their normal assumptions of what a synth looks like and explore new music, musical territory. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Just blank, shifting your complexity over to how something... No, I'm just kidding. All right, despite, I don't even know where I was going with that. Despite its accessibility and charming design, Cosmos promises to be a powerful instrument in its own right, offering eight-voice variable-shaped polyphony, complete with sync, FM, and sub, a drivable filter, multi-mode arpeggiator, and two UFOs, that is LFOs. It also boasts what the company describes as hand-built effects <laughs> in the form of lush reverb and echo. Very interesting marketing here for this particular soft synth now this has come from the software devs here we made cosmos out of the love for happy accidents i like that i do like that theory in music a happy accident and like i remember you know when i was 14 and i played on my first m1 synthesizer and a, like the big old cog thing and i remember I w you could sequence on that synthesizer and I remember having one of those happy accidents and I just made this really cool sequence that I was, it was totally like a computer, or not computer glitch, the synth had a glitch, but it actually sounded really good. So I'm into that. So Cosmos is 
is only the second product from Ray Javik based company, which made a splash in 2018 and their waves with their wave smart ring, a wearable MIDI controller. Now do remember that we never spoke about that on the podcast as it came out before the podcast existed, actually 2018. And that could basically read a user's hand gestures to shape sounds, control effects, and send commands. So essentially being able to do expressive motion with your hand, you know, while you're playing the synthesizer. It is specifically, this particular soft synth, however, is specifically designed to be an inspiration machine, not just for synth buffs, but any musician who wants to create interesting sounds and sonic textures, the Cosmos is your playground. All right, let's just play this video back. You can have a listen and decide for yourself. Now, knowing that this particular soft synth was made by the company that made that wearable MIDI controller, I am guessing, and that looks like a very expressive soft synth, and sounds great, by the way. That was a pretty good little demo there. It's going to... I'm pretty sure that wearable ring, I don't have the information here on hand, but I'm pretty sure that that will be able to be hooked up with, with that soft synth on that. But don't quote me on that. I'm not 100% sure, but it would kind of make sense, wouldn't it? I'm just drawing the dots together for you guys. All right, let's move along to our next piece of news. This plugin really excites me. This is called Mirror, and it comes to us from United Plugins here. This is a really, really cool idea, a very simple but very cool idea. And what is Mirror exactly? Reflections of the future. So imagine a plugin that sees the future. It reverses your audio, applies effects, and plays it back before the event begins. This is very futuristic, freaky stuff, but apparently it's not, but it is, if you know what I mean. This plugin would automatically create the much-loved reverse reverb and snare effects in seconds, allowing you to focus on the sound, not the process. Well, that is the JMG Mirror, the world's first reverse negative delay. Is it? Yeah, it must be. But I've seen pre-delays and pre-reverbs. Anyway... This thing seems to do it all in one, and it sounds absolutely amazing. So a delay ahead of its time mirrors a reverse negative delay, which means the reverse effects is heard before the original delay, the original sound, sorry. And this is achieved by reporting a fake latency to the door, which then com compensates perfectly aligning the end of the effect with the start of your original sound. That, that is pretty cool, actually. Ghost snares. Get the classic reverb snare sound instantly without the hassle of setting it up manually for every hit in your project. Mirror delays all the hard work for you and lets you fine-tune the effect to make it fit perfectly to your snare drum. That is freaking cool. Get Creative Mirror is not just for snares. In fact, it can sound amazing on a wide variety of sounds. Inject interesting rhythms to boring drum loops, spice up arps and leads, or transform vocals and pads into otherworldly textures. The limit is your imagination. And Reverse Reverb. See, I used to 
actually make these things in Pro Tools, those reverse. You do a reverb tail, then you reverse and you put it before the actual event. And yeah, this is what this plugin is doing for it. It's pretty cool. So Mirror lets you easily get that re reverse reverb effect in seconds. It records the audio into a buffer, adds reverb, reverses everything, then plays it back before the original sound. Use it to transition into new elements in a song or add ethereal effects and ambience to tracks. Now, I wonder if this is a CPU hog. I have no idea. We don't have the actual plugin installed here on the computer right now. But from what I can hear in these demos, it sounds really, really nice. Let's have a quick listen here. This is a snare solo. Let's play a snare solo back for you guys. Now, this is the wet version here. Let's have a listen to a reverse reverb break. Here we go. It's a bit of a track going here with it in the background. Ah, oh, here we go. Synth flux. Yeah, that's cool. Could hear that really come in. Anyway, I think we get the idea of what this plugin actually does. It does sound freaking amazing. And the fact that it's all doing that in one, it's very impressive indeed. So that is Mirror. It is the reverse negative delay. I hope that those demos gave you an idea, but pretty much explain what this does for you. And I'm really excited about this. It has an introductory price at the moment of Euro 22, and it will uh, go up to Euro 69. So if that's something that interests you, and or if it's something that you do and it's a hassle like you actually program that yourself because that's what i used to do although i don't do this effective much but if you're making that style of music you know you're making that sort of synth wave stuff this this would sound really good i mean on any any genre you could use this in trap music or hip-hop even to get those nice reverse sort of snares even if it was just used subtly because it's got a wet and dry mix i think this could be a lot a lot of fun could be had with this particular plugin and check that out, Mira. It's on the United Plugins website. All right, Focal. Focal, the high-end speaker brand has now expanded its Alpha Evo line. So Focal expands its small studio monitor offering with the Alpha 80 Evo, Alpha Twin Evo, and Sub 1. Again, thank you to musictech.com for coming to the rescue with this. I just wanted to speak about this because these... Obviously, you see, if you look at studios, you look at pro studios, you see Focals, okay? Now, what are Focals? So, Focals are a French company that make extraordinary sounding speakers and they don't just do studio monitors they actually do car speakers they do audiophile they do high-end hi-fi speakers as well anyway this particular brand of course we're looking at studio gear so this particular brand the alpha evo sorry of focal is is aimed towards your studio music producer people so focal has expanded its alpha evo line with two new loudspeakers and a subwoofer now, I believe it, that in this range, this is the first time they've actually made a subwoofer like for studio monitors. Uh, this new product includes the Alpha 80 Evo and Alpha Twin Evo, which I've we've never seen this before. It looks amazing. It's this twin one here if you're watching the video on YouTube, the podcast, Summercast to YouTube as well, along with the Sub 1, which is this big subwoofer over here. 
which Focal says is a match for any multi-monitor setup. So if you have, perhaps you don't have the Alpha Evo, Evo, but you need a sub for your studio, it could be worth just checking out the sub. So both new loudspeakers feature slate fiber cones, which are produced in France, where the company is from. With recycled carbon fiber, the Alpha Evo 80 has an 8-inch woofer, while the twin Evo packs two 6.5-inch woofers. Both also have 1-inch aluminium inverted dome twitters as well. That's the other little cool thing that Focal are renowned for is their inverted twitters, uh, tweeters, <laughs> Twitter. We're not twittering here. These monitors appear tailored to smaller studio environments with the Alpha Evo 80 offering 80 watts of power for low to mid range, range frequencies, 35 watts for higher and f- frequency ranges of 38 to 22 kilohertz. And the twin Evo, on the other hand, offers 130 watts of power in total with 100 with 50 watt amplifiers for low mid-range frequencies and 30 watts for higher. It has a frequency range of 38 to 22 kilohertz. Anyway, worth a mention here because Focal are some of the best speakers on the planet. And yeah, if you're in the market for looking at, you know, monitors, I know that is a pretty important purchase when it comes to studio time, then these would definitely be worth an offering to check out. Now, in other news, Ableton has just updated to 11.1, which offers full silicon support. Okay, so the free Ableton Live 11.1 update for those of you who are Ableton Live 11 owners adds native support for Apple computers running on the M1 silicon chip. And this release also comes with a number of small improvements, including an updated shifter device, which adds a new mode for real-time monophonic pitch shifting delay, an envelope section, and LFO and glide functionality. The two new Macs for live utilities, Align Delay and Shepard MIDI, also added Align Delay allows you to offset incoming signals by samples, milliseconds, meters or feel or compensate for lag when sending audio command messages or other signals out of the digital realm. And Shaper MIDI generates modulated data that can bring more expression to MIDI performances. So for those of you who are early adopters to the Macintosh M1 that has that new silicon chip, there's the M1 Pro and the M1 Max, then this is really good news. And you're an Ableton user, of course. This is exciting news indeed. Well done, Ableton. The last piece of news here coming to us from Universal Audio. I just wanted to say we've already spoke about these Vault USB audio interfaces, which we spoke about towards the end of last year when they were announced by Universal Audio. They look very sexy indeed. And I just wanted to put it here as a reminder because this week those Vault audio interfaces just started shipping. So you should be able to get them from your local music store if they were something that you were interested in getting, a portable audio interface, or if you're in the market for a portable audio interface. They are now available and or should be available very soon as they are now shipping. And just as a reminder of what these things can do, the easiest way to get professional recordings on the go, create music productions, live streams, and podcasts with best-in-class audio quality on Mac, PC, iPad, and iPhone. Remember that they work on iPad and iPhone. That is pretty cool. And built-in 76 compressor with perfectly tailored presets, adds analog punch to vocals and instrument 
performance with built-in 76 compressor based on UA's iconic 1176. Bam! Compressor. Vintage mic preamp mode for rich full sound. Record vocals and instruments with the sound of vintage UA preamps and tube emulation circuitry. You know you're in good hands with Universal Audio, especially when it comes to some of that analog emulation goodness. An essential suite for audio software included, produced with industry-leading software, including Ableton, Melodyne, UJAM's Virtual Drummer, Marshall Ampeg, and more. Anyway, I thought that was exciting news. They're now shipping. If you're watching here on YouTube, you can see they've got one hooked up to an iPad here. Now, I think that's pretty cool, you know, having a professional audio interface hooked up to an iPad. That is really, that to me is very futuristic, that, that sort of thing, being able to create on the go with such a small form factor like that is just very impressive. And there's, I believe there's four, no, how many? One, two, three, four, five iterations of this particular audio interface. Anyway, that's going to do it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Emlyn in the mix podcast season three episode five if you've enjoyed this podcast if you've enjoyed the information i've shared with you today please consider subscribing to the youtube channel if you're watching on youtube or the podcast i don't even know how you subscribe to the podcast but what i would really love is if you want to leave me a review in the podcast you can do that in the app scroll down to the bottom hit three stars four stars five stars five stars of course whatever you felt though that's fine and leave a review love your feedback also if you want to reach out to the podcast here emlyn in the mix podcast then you can simply emlyn in the mix at gmail.com Love to hear from you if there's perhaps a product you want me to talk about or if you're a software developer and you want me to check out some of your software or hardware, even if you're a hardware developer, music technology-wise, then I'd love to hear from you as well. And with all of that out of the way, thank you so much, guys. Have an amazing week. Have an inspiring week. Go out and make some crazy tunes or just, you know, keep creating. (laughs) All right. Peace out. Boom. Hey, thanks for listening to the Emlyn in the Mix podcast. Here, you will find all the latest in music technology, software and hardware, interviews and more. Also, don't forget to check out the Emlyn in the Mix YouTube channel today. Till next time, keep it real.